fact. If everyone in the world lived the way people do in the US, it would take five Earths to provide enough resources for everyone. Fact. The Earth's climate has always changed. Fact. 2020 was the world's hottest year on record. Fact. Plants need an increasing amount of carbon dioxide if we want to have enough trees to support the human effect on climate change. Fact. Average global sea level is expected to rise 7 to 23 inches before the end of this century. Fact. Global warming isn't real, as the coldest temperatures on record occurred only two years ago in 2019. Fact. More than a million species face potential extinction as a result of disappearing habitats, changing ecosystems, and acidifying oceans. Fact. The number of polar bears are increasing. With all the crazy facts being thrown around out there concerning climate change, one thing is certain. For the first time, researchers have been able to obtain data from underneath Thwaites Glacier, also known as the Doomsday Glacier. They find that the supply of warm water to the glacier is larger than previously thought, triggering concerns of faster melting and accelerating ice flow. With the help of the uncrewed submarine RAN that made its way under Thwaites Glacier front, the researchers have made a number of new discoveries, and they just might terrify you. Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast for the worried mind. We give you a new reason to panic each week so that you are never without a reason to panic. Welcome back to the show. I'm joined by your favorite hosts, Randall Floyd and Tyler Mason. Gentlemen, how are you feeling? How are you doing this evening? Are you cold because we're talking about a glacier? Are you hot because you guys are traveling in the warm parts of the country all the time? What's going on? How are you doing? I am very warm. <laughs> very, very warm. <laughs> are you? Uh, is it the warmest day on record for you, <laughs> would you say? No, today was only 73 degrees. That's oh, like all right. 15 degrees right. cooler than I, normal. I meant your internal temperature. Warmest day on record? Is that is every day getting warmer? Yes. <laughs> Very good. Th thank you for that. Thanks for entertaining me there. Tyler, how are you, man? I'm good. Uh, you know, it uh, it doesn't feel like the, the warmest day on record to me. Um, but it's Missouri, so you give it an hour and it just might be. So we'll see. Mm, that's what they say about Missouri. Uh, yeah, look, so so here's here's the, the hook. So the, the, the Thwaites Glacier, all right, it's this, it's a Britain-sized glacier in Western Antarctica. So it's melting really fast, really fast, faster than they thought it was. And every year it's losing about a half a mile in like, it's basically 2,625 feet a year in ice that is just melting away. Um, they, they estimate that it'll be completely melted Somewhere between 200 and 600 years from now, 
And when it does, it's going to raise sea levels by about two feet. That doesn't sound like much, but here's the thing. The sea level rise wouldn't stop there because the reason that it has the nickname the Doomsday Glacier is because it acts as a buffer between the warming sea and other glaciers. So if it were to melt, all like a bunch of other glaciers would then be subject to the warm waters of the South Pacific and the South Atlantic. Um, and then if all of those things melted, it's going to raise by 10, you know, the sea levels will raise by 10 feet, which, which completely and permanently submerges a bunch of coastal cities, New York City, Miami, the entire Netherlands. So that's sort of the story here is that we kind of have this map of, you know, in 200 years, we can see this uh, Britain-sized glacier go. And then in, you know, a, a couple hundred years after that, we're going to see a 10-foot rise in the ocean, uh, the ocean water. So 10-foot rise in uh, sea level. That's, you know, when you think about it, it seems so far away, it's hard to panic. However, the idea of thinking of New York City and Miami completely underwater, never to be, uh, you know, never to be seen again above water, that can kind of send a chill down your spine. No, it sounds As you guys were, to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe people that were living uh, inland will uh, be, be glad to actually have a, 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 a you know a seaside view from their house. We, uh, what are your thoughts when you were reading reading this? When you were kind of looking through what we were talking about today, what what went through your mind? Anytime that we start talking about climate change, I always take that with a grain of salt. Uh, in this case, with. Uh, um, you know, a, a foot of seawater, um, because I think you you kind of hit on this, Eli. It's it's all cyclical. As much as we want to think that oh, this has never happened before and it's going to be catastrophic. Uh, I mean, you even made a, a mention. You kind of jump forward to you know, Miami's underwater, never to be seen again. Miami's probably been underwater before, or at least the the uh, the the landmass that we know as Miami's probably been underwater, and and now it's not. Uh, you know, I think as long as humanity hasn't killed itself off from stupidity from something else, you know, it'd <laughs> right. be new beachfront property for a little while and then it'll, it'll shift again. Now, you say a little while. What are you really talking about here? <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, that's real. Right. Well, I'm talking a little while in, in the grand scheme of, of the history of Mother Earth. But, uh, sure. you know, it's, it's more of a mood swing for her as far as how long that will be underwater. But it just kind of, it kind of is what it is. And do we have impacts on that? Sure, of course we do. But so do the dinosaurs and so do cows when they fart. So there it is. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a I've seen a bunch of um, a bunch of funny uh, technological ideas, innovation ideas that are humorous about how to capture the the farts of cows so that it doesn't go up into the atmosphere in, in, in a in a giant mass of methane. I don't know if you've ever looked through those or seen those come across the internet, but there are some funny ideas out there. Randall, what about you? Oh. I don't even know. I mean, the first thing that I noticed is that they happen to give this glacier a very uh, uh, 
an interesting nickname. You know, you mentioned they call it the Doomsday Glacier. Like yeah. loading something with that nickname is just, sure. you know, it's a, it's a great way to um, put a lot of meaning into something that may or may not have a significant effect because we don't know. I mean, obviously rising, uh, rising water is not a good thing because <laughs> there's a lot of people that live on the coast. That's where a lot of the population centers are. Yeah. Um, and so you're looking at the displacement of millions, if not, you know, billions, especially when you talk about China, you know, there's, there's cities that are all up and down the coast there and in India, um, in America and South America and, and Europe and, and all those other places. Like you talk about a, a, a 10 foot race, then there's going to be people who, um, are either going to have to learn how to live underwater, uh, in a, on a houseboat or live on the top of the water, or they're, they're going to have to move and, and lose their real estate. So uh, like when that happens, if that happens and it's as extreme, like even if it's not nearly as extreme as all the naysayers say, uh, and it's, it's something that's much, much less, like you're still looking at the displacement of, of yeah. thousands and tens and hundreds of thousands of people. Like well, I don't yeah. want to be around when that happens. Cause it's not going to be pretty. We also have yeah, to keep in sure. mind too. But I don't. Chance- I'm not even. I haven't even gotten into the cause. <laughs> right, right. But, but we're oh, just talking about the, the effect of the waters rising. Well, you better talk about the cause real quick before Tyler really gets going here. I can't talk about the cause. We're still coming out of our last ice age. Like I don't even know what this means. Like there's there's literally five volcanoes sitting underneath this glacier that are warming up the water just as much as the rest of the world warming up the water. Like I don't even know what's causing it. I know I saw uh, happy feet, and part of it fell <laughs> off, and, and, and that was that was it. That was quite the wave. So I imagine it would be something like the happy feet tidal wave. But yeah. that's that's where I'm sitting right now. I don't know what's causing it, but I know that there's a lot of stuff causing it, and I also know that it gets more ice every year when it freezes again in the winter time. Tyler, you're itching to say something. I, so what 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 is it you wanted to say? Well, I am because here here's the thing. We've we've talked about water levels rising a few times. We talked about it in the lightning round a couple of weeks ago. I feel like it's come up in a couple of other other segments, and it's really easy to make it seem like it's this Noah esque event where all of a sudden the wrath of God just raises the water levels all of a sudden. You know, I lived in uh, in California um, for a little while. Uh, I, you know, it was beautiful. I don't like to necessarily admit it because I, I disagreed with a, a lot of what went on there, but um, that's where I was. And you know, there were uh, we we did a uh, a kayaking tour around uh, La Jolla Point down there uh, in San Diego area, and millionaires they build their houses right on those cliffs and guess what erosion happens and all of a sudden you know there's been several houses that have ended up in the ocean but you have more millionaires that are more than happy to build on what's left of the property still there and they just kind of bide their time i think that's what's going to happen of course we're going to have a displacement of people over time is all of a sudden oh shoot the sea level that used to be 40 feet from my house is now 30 feet from my house and so they'll move, but it's not like all of a sudden they're just going to fall into the ocean. People will adapt. I mean, like I said, unless we kill ourselves with something stupid first, yeah, we're going to see. We we have kind of a yeah. window as it is right now. Two hundred years is what they're saying, Eli. So you, you well, don't need two hundred years for that for the one glacier to melt. Yeah, so two hundred years for it to go to to, to raise a, around two feet. 
in 200 years. And then it's just with that, with the, with the Thwaites glacier being eroded fully, it just, it, it, it allows the other glaciers to then be susceptible to the warm water uh, because right now it's acting as a buffer. So, and then all of those other glaciers whose combined mass are larger than the doomsday glacier um, will raise the sea level by an, an additional uh, seven or eight feet to total out about 10 feet. Right, but to my so, point, it's not going to just boom. And that's, and that's a is. few hundred years. So, so no, I mean, I think I think a lot of people, and and, and I, I think that kind of sort of segues into into a part of this conversation that I think Randall did a good job touching on. They call it the dooms the doomsday glacier, and that invokes fear. Now, I was uh, when I was preparing for this, there uh, there is a a YouTube video, and I'll I'll see if I can set up, put a link uh, on our Facebook page. There's a YouTube video of of someone going around um, this 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 young guy going around a college campus, and was that okay, he's on a college campus, so that already gives you some idea of of the sample um, talking about the Doomsday Glacier, and they uh, he he was saying what's going to happen when the Doomsday Glacier finally melts and most of the students that he well the ones that were edited in at least were under the impression that it was called the doomsday glacier because it was going to break away from antarctica and slam into america mm. or a or a continent so that that the so the idea of this doomsday glacier being named this really has people confused because they actually think that the glacier is an immediate threat if it were to, if something bad were to happen to it, if it were to break off or melt enough to, to break off a piece, and all of a sudden they feel like there's this asteroid type event where really it's just a very slow raising of the sea levels. But it's interesting. I think if the name were different, it might invoke a different response. It sounds to me like that could be the plot line yeah, for the Titanic 2. Randall, what was that? Oh, I was just going to say, have you heard of the Doomsday Stomach Bug? Or the, uh, you can put Doomsday in front of anything and anything. make it sound horrible. <laughs> like, I had a Doomsday <laughs> bit of gas the other day. Doomsday work meeting on Monday. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's true. What if they called it like the passive aggressive glacier? <laughs> like, I mean, it's, that sounds more fitting. Like it's kind of melting every year and it's really going to get under your skin, but you're not really going to see any damage on the, on your face until like 200 years. Like, I think that's a better name for this glacier. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm immediately going to die glacier would, uh, <laughs> is going to kill you in a thousand years. So just remember that one. So yeah, the name names are powerful. Names matter. The way we identify anything affects the way we look at anything. Tyler, what were you going to say? Oh, just the way that you're talking about the uh, being there on the college campus. It sounds to me more like the plot line for uh, the Titanic 2, uh, the the glacier strikes back, you know. Um, pull Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio out of out of retirement and, you know, he, he, he lived only to be crushed by a glacier. I, I don't know. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Somehow he got stuck in cryogenesis and they oh were able to melt him. <laughs> he becomes the real demolition man. Maybe, maybe demolition man is about, about Leonardo DiCaprio's character in uh, Titanic. Who knows? Um, but, uh, but uh, honestly, like it, it almost vilifies, it vilifies the glacier. Doesn't it? When you call it a doomsday glacier, like it's plotting our demise as we speak. 
Um, so anyway, I do think there's a sense of sensationalism going on here with the name. Um, but, but, but maybe it's calculated because perhaps climate scientists or climate change advocates are saying, well, we've got to do something to get the attention of people. Um, so maybe that's the, that's the, the rationale behind the, the, the moniker. But what happens when you get scientists that cry wolf one too many times? You know, you call this the doomsday glacier and you go around a college campus and you ask a select group of, of students, what do you think about it? And, and the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, North Korea is over there hacking a section of glacier off and they're going to propel it towards us and <laughs> smash the Statue of Liberty. Right. You, you, you name things like this often enough and all of a sudden you're, we're going to have the doomsday asteroid or uh, I don't know. People are going to be like, yeah, whatever. We, that's played. We've heard that mm -hmm. before. Yeah. At what point does it want, does it get watered down? The doomsday virus, uh, you know, is that what they call the next pandemic? Um, that we will, uh, of course, that we will eventually, that we would get through, you would think theoretically, or at least historically, we tend to get through those. Um, so how doomsday is it, right? So you're right, Tyler. How, how many things can you name doomsday <laughs> before you, you're no longer taken seriously? Uh, I think that should be like a, a thing. We should start a trend. Um, anytime something that you feel is bad is happening, call it the doomsday, you know, the doomsday paper cut. That's a, just a really nasty one. The doomsday uh, <laughs> athlete's foot. Um, let's see how much we can use. Mm, yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst kind of athlete's foot. <laughs> yeah. I was actually talking to my sister about something like this. Um, apparently, her husband, uh, he asked their daughter, uh, he said, how's your day been? And she said, I had a horrible day. And her mom looks at her, my sister, she goes, really? You had a horrible day. You lost your stuffed animal, but you got to play for play with goats for six hours and color <laughs> and eat mac and cheese and pizza today. But you, you lost your teddy bear in the last five minutes. So you had a bad day. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And they're just, you know. Yeah, it's my kids do the same thing with like a great day. Like it'll be it'll be a genuinely not great day. And then I'll be like, we're going to, you know, we're going to the buffet, which we which we don't do often. But my kids love it. They're like, oh, my gosh, it's the best day ever. And then I should, you know, I should call, I should start calling it. Yeah. 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 They can throw down. Um, I should start uh -huh. calling it the doomsday buffet. I wonder, I wonder how that would yeah. change things. I've seen your kids at the buffet. <sighs> That's how I feel after I go to a buffet. I have to go to the restroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh man. It reminds uh, yeah, me, Randall, what's that, uh, what's that, uh, uh, skit? Tim, Tim the, Hawkins. Uh, that's the worst yeah, about the guys in Hawkins. the mine that you, is that from Studio C or what's Did that from? Did you want from? me to say it? <laughs> he, he talks about how his daughter, <laughs> they're, 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 they're at the mall and his, his daughter's waiting for her well, friends you might to come well. in 15 I, minutes late. And she's like, my I friends haven't lead shown in. up yet. And her mom was like, oh, I know, honey, that's the worst. And so he, he does this whole monologue about how he hates superlatives and how people say, 
you know, that's, that's the best or that's the worst. And then he starts going into all these situations where he's talking about things that might possibly be the worst and then comparing them to his daughter waiting for 15 minutes for her late friends. And at the very end, he does this thing about the Chilean miners who got stuck in the gold mine. Yeah. And they're talking to each other and they're like, we have no air. We're running out of food. We may not live to see another day. This is very, very, very bad, my friend. But you know what is the worst? You know when you're at the mall and your friends aren't going to pick you up yet? This is bad, my friend, but that that is the worst. Oh, man. Yes. Oh, uh, that's good. I like I like I like that people can make, I like that people can make light of that stuff and um I'm glad that we can make light of the doomsday glacier. I feel like it's like one of the ways that we cope with things, right? Um but uh you know let's 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 rate this on the panic scale. Um that, I'm trying to think of a good context here. So maybe I, maybe I shouldn't think of a good context. Why don't we just call it what it is? Let's just call it a, a slowly melting glacier that's going to raise the sea levels. Uh, what is your level of panic? We'll start with Tyler. And then <laughs> Randall, Randall gets picked on to go first too much. Then I will go and Randall will, will go last. Tyler, why don't you go ahead and give us your rating? Don't go negative now. <laughs> oh, Ren was batting cleanup tonight. Um, I am going to put this one very low. As a matter of fact, if I can make, <laughs> I, I, I say if I can make this a negative, I would because I bought property in Missouri, and if I will this down far <laughs> enough down my genealogy to my grandkids, mm. I have mm. I have literally invested in oceanfront property two hundred and fifty years sure. from now, so they will thank me for this. Um, that puts perspective to how, how much I fear the doomsday glacier. I actually kind of feel bad for the doomsday glacier. Is it sitting around with the other glaciers and they're talking and, and oh, here comes the doomsday the glacier and he kind of mopes over and he's like, I don't know why everybody keeps calling me that. Like, that's mean. <laughs> so I'm going to be at a solid. Fair enough. <laughs> it's like, flat I didn't pick line. the name. Leave me Just alone. Flat line. Um, I love it. All right. I'm going to zero go. on this one. Um, Mine's pretty I don't, low I don't as well. throw zeros around freely, that, but I'm a zero um, on this one. Uh, I think that it's go, the sea levels are going to rise, <laughs> whether we like it or not. I don't think there's a lot we can do at this point to to affect that. Um, but humans are pretty um, pretty resilient. We, uh, at least historically, we've shown that we tend to tend to stick around through pretty tough stuff. So I mean, here we are still. Um, I think that we'll adapt. I think that we'll figure things out as we go. So I'm not really panicking um, as much as I'm sure others are, especially given the name of this thing. Um, for me, it's a um, simply because I'm aware of it. I'll give it a 0.5, but I am not panicking over the Doomsday Glacier. Randall. I remember seeing a sign posted at the front of Glacier National Park, saying that the glaciers were going to be completely gone in 2020. Hey, um, they they're still up. there. They are still there, except for they're Those currently liars. being replaced. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the goalposts keep getting moved further and further back. And I know the NFL record for uh, 
a field goal oh my, is about here 75 we go. yards. <laughs> so it's going to be impossible to kick that, that goal post because it keeps getting moved further and further away. I actually that think it's 64 said, yards, but uh, that's 64. Okay. I think so. Somebody yeah, with was, no somebody with no toes. I think it was Sebastian Janikowski, but I'm not sure. That, that was the uh, somebody someone with no toes had it for a long time, and then I think it. I, I yeah. can't remember if it was Matt Elam or or someone else. Uh, he kicked it for 64. It was 63 for a number of years. Sorry, that's just my go on. Randall. No, that's just, fine. I'm the, just the, the I, like, best, I like sports. The best, the best NFL field goal kicker can only kick a field goal 64 yards, according to Eli. And right now that. That 2020 date got moved back to 2050 and then further and further. So it, it's difficult to really know um, when this stuff is going to actually take a significant effect. I do know that weather's changing and there's bigger highs and bigger lows. And I do know that there's all kinds of other things, but I, it doesn't seem like it's in the, the same. Uh, like I'm more concerned about weather and cow farts than I am about uh, the doomsday glacier at this point. So I'm, I'm going to also give this one a low number and I will give it a 0.25 um, and say, maybe, maybe everybody out there should, should look at the, the process of making graphene just for fun. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> it's a metal that you can make from CO2 emissions and it's, it's, it's more replenishable than, than anything else out there. So I, I'm, I'm not as concerned as other people are. Okay. I like it. So we can take what's, we can take what's coming and, and, and make make something useful out of it, like graphene. Um, I'm more concerned about smelling cow farts than I am about them melting ice on the bottom of the of the planet. But um, look, I've driven through Ontario, California. Tyler, I know that's near your your where you where you've lived, spent a lot of your life. So um, <laughs> you know the smell up there. Um, I'm more concerned about that because I'm I'm out there quite a bit. So. Uh, but anyway, yeah. good job, guys. Thanks for thanks for rating that. And by the way, uh, my my memory has has kicked in. It's Matt Prater is the guy that kicked the uh, has the record for the uh, the NFL's long longest field goal. Matt Prater. Um, it uh, it was my memory. I said Matt Elam, um, and I again, and I just got the last name wrong. Um, I started. I did start I'm to curious. Google it. Um, but then, uh, then it came once I started saying, <laughs> uh, typing NFL field goal and I was like, oh, yep, that was Matt Prater. Anyway, that's it for this show this week. Thanks for joining us. Um, let us know what your thoughts are on the Doomsday Glacier. Uh, are you panicking? Are you concerned? Are you not concerned? Um, we want to know. So you know where to find us on Spotify, on iTunes, on Facebook, wherever you listen to your podcasts. We will always make sure that you have a reason to panic. We'll see you next week. Try this, try this.